This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 53. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Hello, shameless moms. I'm extremely grateful to be here today. I have to say that if we're going to do an episode on gratitude, right? So um, in all reality, though, I am very grateful and I'm excited to talk about gratitude for a few different reasons. So first of all, I got this incredible email from uh, one of my shameless moms, one of you all, about a week ago. And I want to share it with you all today because it really touched me and it also totally made me cry. So we'll see if I can get through reading, reading it without losing it. Um, and then in addition to that, a friend of mine, Scott Colby, is getting ready to launch his gratitude project, which I'm going to share with you because I'm actually participating in this project with him. And then the third reason is um, gratitude is just such a big part of my life right now with us going through everything with IVF. We've had so many people reach out and just hold us in their thoughts and their prayers and just be amazing caretakers of our hearts and our feelings. And that's been just, it's made what could be a really grueling, um, horrible, frustrating, exhausting experience. It's made it actually something that I will I will never forget. So I'm very grateful for those things today. So I want to start off with the letter. So this is the email I got a few weeks ago, or I'm sorry, a week ago. This comes from Rachel. She's a listener. And I'm just going to dive right into this email and see how far I can get before I start crying. So Thank you, Sarah. Literally, literally, your podcast has been an essential element to saving my life. I wanted to share with you some of my journey over the past six months with some of its backstory because I'm so appreciative for your authenticity on the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm a full-time stay-at-home wife and mother to two precious energetic kiddos. My daughter is two and a half and my son is six months. My husband works from home as a marketing entrepreneur and bartends on the weekends. 
It's a struggle to be a full-time stay-at-home mom. I'm an introvert, so alone time is essential for my sanity very, and very type A personality. Unfortunately, I've become disenchanted with my, with my expectations I had for my life. You talk about how you envisioned becoming a mostly stay-at-home, work-some-from-home mom prior to having Vinny. I had similar expectations. I've only been full-time at home for a year, and it quickly was the hardest thing I've ever done, and I second-guessed my decision to come home full-time. Prior to becoming pregnant with my son, I worked part-time as a social worker with a nonprofit and loved the population I was working with. But things needed to change as I couldn't keep up with the emotionally weighty responsibilities I was carrying while working only part-time. So we made the jump for me to be home full-time. Fast forward, I'm six months postpartum after our son and was diagnosed with PPD, postpartum depression. It shook me awake as my midwife discussed with me my, suicide, my suicidal ideation frequency. Oh yeah, that is kind of a big deal. Somehow I missed that red flag as I struggled just to survive and not, not act on those ideations, which crossed my mind multiple times a week. Wanting to try to work through the postpartum depression without medication at first, I scheduled a follow-up with my midwife and searched iTunes podcasts for motherhood. It was daunting to think about how or where to begin, and then the Shameless Mom Academy came up. I binge-listened to your first episodes, and it became my lifeline. I needed something tangible I could do, something practical, step-by-step, step, I could gradually implement. Survival was what I needed, and my current methods of survival were not getting me where I wanted to be. I think that's when I caught a glimpse of hope. Thank you. Thank you for your diligence, energy, and commitment to being shameless for your own self-care, and the courage to be that authentic so publicly. It's life-giving. So as I've day by day survived the past five plus months, I'm finding more balance, focusing on my health intentionally and embracing my type A tendencies as part of our family dynamic. Your shamelessness, pun intended, about being type A has really helped me normalize those aspects I see in myself and choose to see them as strengths instead of contributors to the problems within my household dynamic, especially as a parent. It has been almost two months since my last seriously strong suicide ideation. When I feel my anxiety level increase, I can make my fears about those ideations more hypervigilant, but I've chosen life. And because I've chosen life, I'm exploring the imperfect journey that is parenthood more openly and trusting my instincts more as a mom. You have played an essential role in this life journey for me over the past five plus months through the Shameless Mom Academy. Thank you. Here's to being shameless. I'm so grateful to Rachel for her letter. I love that you're doing so well, Rachel, and I love that you shared all that. So thank you. Thank you for sharing so bravely and so openly. Rachel, did you give me permission to share her letter and her story, um, which I appreciate because I know that it will definitely strike a chord with other shameless moms out there and help and inspire someone else on their journey. I do want to say that if you have postpartum depression or you think you have postpartum depression or if you have any sort of suicidal thoughts at all or anything even leaning in that direction to seek medical attention, please immediately. Um, this podcast is not intended to save lives. While I love that that has been part of Rachel's story, I do not think that my podcast is um, that powerful. <laughs> so uh, I love hearing what Rachel has to say, but I also want to be really clear that you should seek professional help if you're struggling with that, with postpartum depression in any way. Don't be afraid to reach out. And also don't be afraid to share your story. Sharing these kinds of stories can be uncomfortable, but it also, it's how we grow as women and as moms to share our stories and to hear each other's stories. And that is a huge part of why I shared my, or why I've been sharing my IVF journey. And I know that, you know, some people are like, wow, you're like 
oversharing on Facebook. And if you've been following me on Facebook, I have been, I've shared a lot of the journey and shared pictures and I've shared stories and I've shared um, emotional experiences as we've gone through that. And it is because when we share our stories, we connect more as humans, we connect more as women, we connect more as moms. And so that is why I was so grateful to Rachel when she said I could share her story because I know it will help another mom. And I'm so glad that her story will help someone and maybe save another life, just like some of the other stories on this on the Shameless Mom Academy have saved Rachel and really supported her through a tough time. So I want to talk a little bit about gratitude and why it's so significant because I'm so grateful for Rachel's story. And I know that Rachel's story to me, she came to me with gratitude and that was so touching to me. And I think that gratitude is such an essential part of moving forward in life on a regular basis. And I think, you know, life, a lot of things are going to happen when you're a mom, when you're not a mom too, but when you're a mom, a lot of things can happen that hold you down, beat you up, pull you back. Like every day can be one step forward, two steps back, which can feel really overwhelming at times, whether or not you're home with a newborn or you have a couple of kids who are in school and you're working full time, like whatever your situation is, it is always really easy to feel beaten down as a mom because there's just so much to do, so little time to do it. And we live in a society that moves at like rapid fire breakneck speed all the time. So at least in Seattle where I live, (laughs) that's the case. So um, I think that it's so important that we focus on gratitude so that we can consistently move forward and consistently keep perspective on what's going on around us so that we can focus on the things that matter and be dismissive of the things that don't matter. Because there's a lot of things around us that don't matter. And sometimes we get bogged down and held back by those things. And I think that practicing gratitude allows us to let go of some of that stuff and really focus on the positive things, the things with momentum, the things with energy, the things that light our fires, the things that build us up, the things that move us forward. And I think that that is the significance of practicing gratitude and knowing what you're grateful for and having that as your go-to in any situation. I recently posted a quote, a Winston Churchill quote in one of my Facebook groups that says, the pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity and the optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. And I think that is why gratitude is so significant because gratitude allows you to become that optimist. You know, I've talked in multiple episodes about being the Pollyanna and like always seeing the positive thing, which, you know, some people can maybe find a little annoying, but the thing is it helps you in every situation. When you are at your lowest low, you can turn that around. You have it within you to turn that around. You have the strength to pull yourself up, reground yourself and move forward. And I think that's the power of gratitude is that it it can help you become that eternal optimist and it can help you see the opportunity in every difficulty. And I think that's key. I know that is what has brought me through so many tough times. It's brought me through multiple um, episodes and trials and tribulations of infertility. It's brought me through things related to building my businesses on multiple levels. It's brought me through things that have been very emotionally overwhelming being optimist and looking for the opportunity is what always helps me move forward. So I was doing a little bit of research for this episode, research on gratitude, and I found this really great article, and I'm going to link to this over at shamelessmom.com. So you can find this over at shamelessmom.com, episode 53, and this 
article talks about the benefits of gratitude. There's 31 benefits of gratitude. Um, it's, it's 31 benefits of gratitude you didn't know about, how gratitude can change your life. It's from happierhuman.com. So I'm going to link to this article over on our shamelessmom.com page. But this article was great because it, it broke it down. It broke gratitude da- down into a couple different categories. And I felt like it did a really nice job of um, talking about how gratitude kind of can encompass multiple areas of your life. So if you love what we're talking about here, you love all the gratitude stuff, make sure you check out the article. And then in addition to that, what I did is I pulled out, I made some notes on how gratitude has impacted me. And then I pulled some notes from this article and I put together 10 different ways gratitude can change your life. And so I'm going to share those 10 ways with you. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about my friend, Scott Colby and what he's doing with gratitude because he's doing, he has a super cool project. So I'm going to share that with you as well. So here's what gratitude has done for me and what it does for people in general. And I'm going to reference this article a couple of times to give you a few more specifics. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Coe, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. So number one, gratitude shifts your perspective and it can help you bounce back. So gratitude, when you're in the middle of something bad or something frustrating or something that just feels negative or not good, gratitude can really help you refocus and it can help you shift your perspective. It can take you from this place of, oh my gosh, like why is this happening to me? Not This is the most horrible thing ever and shifting it to a place where you can recognize what you do have. And that has been essential as I've been going through IBF. This has been essential for me in looking at if this doesn't work out, what are my wins? What do I still have? Why, wh- how can I move forward in a positive place if this doesn't work out? How can I come out on top feeling like, you know what? I didn't get what I wanted out of this, but 
there's some great things that still happened and I, a great learning experiences. And that's definitely happened. I've had some really positive experiences. My, the way I've been able to connect, to connect with other women and other moms, the support I've received from my community, from my friends, from our family members, um, what I've just learned about fertility and IVF. You know, I knew a lot before going through IVF from when we got pregnant the first time through um, interuterine insemination. But this time I've learned so much more. I know so much more about that process and I'm very grateful for that knowledge. Um, and it's also, I know that I have a plan in place. Like if this all falls apart, if this blows up in my face, I know how I can move forward. The second is that gratitude increases optimism. So very similar to the first gratitude is going to let you in those times of doubt, in those times of frustration, in those times when you're feeling low, it increases your ability to shift things more quickly to a place of optimism. I was recently spent time with someone who was very pessimistic and everything was like, oh, well now I guess the next bad thing is gonna happen. And of course, because that's always what happens to me and blah, 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 blah. And it was this like constant tone of just Debbie freaking downer. Like I cannot handle that. And I'm really selective about the kinds of people I um, expose myself to. And I do not choose to spend time with people who operate like that because it's just, it doesn't help me. And it's, it's very hard for me to be around it. Very, it's very draining. Um, that's not to say that I don't want to, you know, be supportive and helpful to people who are in a bad spot. But if like your chronic outlook on life is just generally pessimistic, like we probably aren't going to have a great close relationship um, because I would much rather come from a place of being grateful and positive and optimistic. And those things really play off each other. That's not to say you can't have a bad day every now and then it happens. But I think that overall you can use gratitude as a way to see the positive, see the good, and then be optimistic in most of the things in your day. Even if you have those things that pull you down, even if you have those bumps in the road or those times that are, you know, can be very overwhelming. I'm not saying that in the middle of a really traumatic event, you're going to be super positive and bright, but as you can work through and as you work through an event, you can start to find those moments of optimism and those moments of opportunity to grow and opportunity to learn. Number three is that gratitude helps you attract positive people. If you are a grateful person, you attract amazing people in your life. And I've seen this over and over, like the more positive and optimistic you are, the more grateful for you are, the more you tell people, I appreciate you the more people want to be around you and they want, they will come to you and they will be positive. They will mirror that in you and in themselves. And so then they start using those words and it really is like, it's kind of makes the world go around. And so I've seen where relationships that I have, where I'm really positive with someone, they are really positive back to me and I can build a really strong foundation on that. And, um, you know, a really, the relationship I have with Jen Briggs comes to mind. She's someone that I am always really positive with and she immediately mirrors that back and we just mirror it back and forth to each other. And it makes it this amazing, easy, positive place to be. And if either of us are having a bad day, the other person can cheer the other one up or shoot a quick little text or just be supportive. And it's important to have people like that in your life. And Jen Briggs, by the way, is um, from J Hey Jen Briggs. And she was in episode 14. If you want to go back and listen to her story, she's a life coach and business coach, and she's amazing. Um, so she's someone that I have that kind of a relationship with. I have that relationship with a lot of people, but it's great when you meet someone later in life, when you are already in that place of being positive and optimistic and coming from a place of gratitude. It's amazing how you can build that as a foundation for a friendship from the get-go. And that's what I feel like Jen and I have done. And that's been really powerful and really positive for me. So next, gratitude increases self-esteem. You will feel better about yourself if you're always focusing on the good things in your life. 
I feel like that's kind of self-explanatory. Like it just, it it's, th- there's a snowball effect to it. The better, you, the more positive things you feel like you have going on, the more proud you're going to be of yourself, the more confident you're going to be, the more that's going to carry over into everything. Okay. This is a good one. Gratitude improves your health. So I'm going to just read a couple statistics off of this. And you can find this over at the article on happierhuman.com, which I will be linking to on shamelessmom.com episode 53. But, um, this article talks about the benefits to your health. There was a study that found that people that keep a gratitude journal report 16 percent fewer physical symptoms in terms of pain, illness, suffering, 19% more time spent exercising, 10% less physical pain, 8% more sleep, and 25% increased sleep quality. So that was from a study done in 2003. There's also um, a link to gratitude and appreciation and the Um, ability to induce the relaxation response. There's also a connection to reducing depressive symptoms by 35% for several weeks. This was done in positive psychology progress. There's also a study suggesting gratitude journaling can lower depressive symptoms by 30% or more for as long as the practice is continued. So again, I'm not saying that practicing gratitude is in place of seeing a doctor. If you think you're suffering from depression, go see a doctor, please. But these kinds of things can also really help move you forward and really help shift some of these symptoms over time. Very, very significant information. Additionally, gratitude helps you reduce the comparison gap. So we talk about the comparison gap and where you find yourself looking at, especially on social media, you're like, oh my gosh, this person always helps like the perfect family pictures and everything just always works out for them. If you're coming from a place of gratitude, you're going to say like, wow, that's great. They have this amazing, beautiful life. So do I, it might not look the same. It might look really different, but my life is awesome too. So you're going to shrink that comparison gap and you're going to reduce and uh, general envy toward other people and about other people's situations, which is a huge thing, especially women. We really do fall into that comparison gap so often. So that's really powerful. Gratitude can ground you and keep you moving forward. When you feel like things are positive and things are good, you're going to keep rolling with that, right? Um, Gratitude can help you accomplish your goals because as you feel grounded and as you feel momentum and as you feel you're moving forward, you will continue to set goals and you will continue to move toward them and you will continue to accomplish them. So that's really powerful. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy The Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of The Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. 
Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy. The ninth one is that gratitude will improve your general decision making. So gratitude is going to just allow you to make decisions from a place of you know, more positive perspective, maybe more reasonable and rational perspective. Um, so you're going to be making better, more positive decisions that will impact you more positively down the road. If you're coming from a place of gratitude, if you're understanding the things that you're grateful, if you're focusing on those things on a regular basis. And then number 10 is that gratitude is going to make you happier. So I've been reading the happiness project by Gretchen Rubin. It's a great book, really fun. And I'm excited to dive into her next book right after that. And I'm totally spacing on the name of it. Um, Oh, better than before. So in her in her happiness project book, she talks about all these different little or different little happiness projects that she it's a year long, big happiness project. And then she worked on different rituals and habits throughout the year. So little happiness habits every month, focusing on a different thing. And it's really, really interesting. The things that, um, that happened to her as, as that was happening and just how little things made a really big difference in her life. So that's fascinating in her next book in better than before. She talks about, um, in how to change habits over time. So I'm really excited to see how those, how the first second book piggybacks on, on the first book with just being more happy with being happier and having gratitude definitely impacts that. She actually talks about gratitude journaling and what worked for her in the book, which has been really interesting. She was like, at first she was writing it down for a while and then she was typing it out and first it was every day and then it was every few days. And so she kind of had to come to a place of like where that worked best for her. Um, not everyone's going to have the same kind of gratitude practice. So when I talk about gratitude and I talk about having a gratitude practice, it doesn't have to be that you write things down every day. A lot of people do find benefit from that. I write down things. I make a list every week, every Monday morning, I'm on a call at 8am where I set goals for the week. And as part of that call, we do what's called the positive focus. And so we look back at the previous week and make, write a list of everything positive that happened. And so it can be big things. It can be little things. It can be anything personal, professional, whatever. I also though, on a daily basis, really, especially if I feel myself getting frustrated or anxious or just spinning a little bit, I will catch myself and I will think of things that I'm grateful. One of the things I do really often is I'll grab my phone and I'll start looking through old baby pictures of Vinny. Like, I'm sure this is a total mom thing, right? But looking at pictures of your kid as a bait is a happy little bubbly baby. Like all it can do is make you feel 100% grateful and it can shift your perspective in a heartbeat. So that helps a lot in my gratitude practice. So my gratitude practice sometimes has been writing things down on a daily basis. Sometimes it has been typing things up in the morning. Sometimes it's just doing this thing once a week. So it kind of fluctuates over time. I don't have something that's really rigid and something that's really strict. It's more that it's something that I focus on, on a regular base on an ongoing basis at regular intervals. And that helps my perspective over the long haul. And I've also been doing this for long enough that 
I don't, um, I, I feel like I certainly would benefit if I focused, made a, you know, really stringent focus every day, but I don't do that right now. I feel like I'm getting a lot of benefit even without doing that, but I know it would be even more impactful if I did do that every day. So if you're someone who does gratitude journaling or gratitude practicing in a formal way every day, definitely let me know. I would love to hear how you do that and how that works out. So lastly, I want to talk about my friend, Scott Colby. Scott is doing this amazing project called the Ultimate Gratitude Summit. I'm actually one of the participants. So Scott is bringing together 35 extraordinary individuals who have struggled in their lives, and they share personal stories of struggles, highs and lows, and how gratitude has changed their lives and, and shaped the journey they are on now. So there's stories of addiction, stories of loss, stories of self-worth, and stories about relationships. So it's me and 35 of my colleagues, um, and I could not believe when I saw the people Scott got on this event. So if you want to learn from some of the best of the best, um, the author of The Miracle Morning, Hal Elrod is one of the participants, um, another amazing uh, mentor of mine, Ryan Lee, who always talks about gratitude and how he's been able to build a career and create an amazing family life, um, all working from Starbucks, basically, but and with the, his gratitude practice as the foundation of it. Um, another um, amazing podcaster, Kate Erickson, who is one of the people who has inspired me to create a podcast is on there. Um, another personal trainer uh, and fitness professional, Alisa, Alicia Strager, who is someone I follow in the fitness industry who just empowers women in an amazing, amazing way. So there's all these people and we're doing little interviews with Scott talking about our own experience with gratitude and gratitude practice and how that has impacted us during times of struggle in our life. So if you want to get all those interviews and hear them, because it would hugely impact how you practice gratitude in your life, I'm going to put a link um, over in the show, show notes where that will link you right up to Scott's project called the Ultimate Gratitude Summit. So you can go over to shamelessmom.com and uh, episode 53 and get the link to sign up to get access. It's an online summit. So everything is free and you get it's like an interview a day and you'll get everything um, just delivered to your email. I think it's one interview a day and it's running from September 6th through October 10th. So super fun project. that will get you really fired up about practicing gratitude if you think that would be helpful in your life. So I want to thank Rachel for her inspiration for today's episode because she shared bravely and openly and very rawly. And I really appreciate that. Um, I hope you learned a little something about gratitude. I think it's, it's, it really can be impactful and it can really be life-changing. And then I also want to thank Scott for the really significant and important work that he's doing and getting together such an impressive group of people to talk about their experience with struggle and how gratitude impacted them. So head on over to our, the show notes at shamelessmom.com to get all the links from this episode. And thank you so much for listening today. If you know someone, some other moms, some friends, some other women in your office, maybe that would benefit from this episode or benefit from practicing daily gratitude or just gratitude on a regular basis, even if it's not daily, make sure you share this episode out with them. You can get the link over at shamelessmom.com or you can find it, find the episode on Facebook or Instagram at the Shameless Mom Academy and you can share from there. And if this episode was helpful to you, I would always love, love, love a five-star review on iTunes. That is really what helps iTunes know that I'm serious about this business and I'm sticking around for a long time and I'm in it for the long haul because I have amazing fans like you. So thank Thank you for listening. And I can't wait to chat with you again soon. No matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Hey, are you a parent of a teenager? Are you feeling overwhelmed about how to be what they need while also holding limits and boundaries that keep them safe? Are you tired of conversations that negate how messy this season of parenting is? 
Well, I've got you. My name is Casey O'Rourke. I am a positive discipline trainer, parent coach, and the host of the Joyful Courage podcast. Every week I come to you with an interview, digging into tough topics with experts I trust and solo shows that go deep into the personal growth and mindset needed to raise teens in a way that grows them into confident, capable young people. I am not afraid of getting real about the intersection of conscious parenting and the teen years, while also bringing in vulnerability, humor, and lightness. I'm walking the path with you and honored to serve. Listen to Joyful Courage on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you consume podcasts.